tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Joining me as always, live from the space station, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you? Just floating here above the earth. Where do we think Xavier is right now? What do you think he's, he's like, doing? Hold on. He's like right, right he's there. Right there. There he is. Right, right there. So Xavier couldn't join us. He's, I'm sure he's doing some cholo shit. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, there he's doing he cholo shit there right he there. There he just There's off his the low rider. It's gone. Uh, <laughs> guys, we've got a great show for you today with David Whitehead, the truth warrior. He's on Rockfin. It was a great conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Another bang, a bang. All right, guys, we got big shows coming. You need to come see us, Texas. We're going to be in El Paso uh, Friday, and then we're going to be in Corpus Christi on Saturday. That's April 8th and 9th. Go to samtriplee.com to grab your tickets. At the end of the month, we got uh, Virginia. We got Baltimore. We got Palmdale. We have Chicago and finally Float Fest again back in Texas. So come get weird with us. Go to samtriplee.com for all of your needs, for all my tickets, everything. You can go there. Tim Fall Hat limited edition t-shirts are there. Just hit go to timfallhatt-shirts.com. Click the thing. We'll click the banner. We'll take you right to the shop for the limited edition Walt Disney groomer shirts. Then I also got all of my Rockfin is there. You can just click a banner. We'll take you to Conspiracy Social Club, Tim Fall Hat Premium, or Zero, my spiritual podcast. I'm going to be honest with everybody. I can't do uh, the zero this week because I just have a crazy week. Uh, I between uh, Besides going to uh, Ryan Davis's brother's memorial today, I have to the 50th anniversary of the comedy store, and then I'm traveling, so I won't be able to do zero. I'll make it up to you next week. But every week I'm get, putting out two shows on zero, two shows on Tim Fall Hat, two shows on Conspiracy Social Club. You get the first... Banger Broken Sim with Ryan Long. First look on there. Uh yeah, man. And we got we just dropped the broken sim over on uh on uh the RSS feed. If you want to get any of my free shows, just go to samtriple.com. There's all my free podcasts. There's seven different shows. You click a banner and go right to the uh and subscribe and get free content. I'm putting out so much content, I'm losing my skull. It's going crazy. Anything else, Johnny? No, that's it. Like you said, Broken Sim just dropped a couple days ago. Cash Daddy's new one's out too today. I enjoyed that Check one, Johnny. I liked it. Yeah, big surprise. It. it was a big show, surprise. Yeah, it was a big surprise. It was a. It was looking like it was cast. But anyways, this is a great show. I hope you guys enjoy because we enjoy doing it. Again, it's with David Whitehead, the Truth Warrior. Please enjoy the show. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Eric, open your mind. 
All right, guys, very excited uh, for this episode. Super excited to have this guest on. You can find him on Rockman. His podcast is called The Truth Warrior. Please welcome to the show, David Whitehead. How are you, David? Sam, Johnny, so good to be here. Um, love your show. And yeah, I'm happy to also be on Rockfin with you guys. That's a really big platform that's growing. Eddie Bravo just jumped in. And I think you just had Eddie Bravo on your show. Is that true? Yeah, we've been blessed. We've had Eddie uh, back-to-back nice. episodes. And uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. And it's so hilarious because I wanted to talk to Johnny about this on our other show, but I'll do it right here. It's like, Reddit is just getting out of control. So if you go to like the comments on the last two show on Instagram, all positive, all positive. You go to the Rockfin, you read the comments, all positive. You go to Reddit, it is like, it's the worst shows they've ever seen in their life. They don't even know why they watch the show. And it's no, and and do the Tim Fall hat subreddit on Reddit is usually the most positive place in the world. It's very rare. But it was like so just different than like all the vibes I've been getting. But yeah, man, we've been blessed, dude. So, we're, you know, we've been cooking with gas and I, that's why I'm glad it's a perfect time to get you on, David. Uh, for those who Thank may you. not be familiar with you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your show? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a, I live in Canada, born and raised here. I live in British Columbia and I'm a father. Uh, entrepreneur. I ran a martial arts and fitness business with my wife um, for for many years. That got shut down in when the pandemic kicked off. Um, I've done a, a bit of television, working with History Channel, been on shows like Ancient Aliens, Unexplained, etc. That got cut short as well because I'm quarantined in my country of Canada right now. Um, and what else? I do a podcast. I've been doing this podcast since probably about 2008. Um, I do another podcast as well, which is a premium um, show where we do very advanced presentations and whatnot. I do that with my good friend, Michael Tessarian. Um, You know, he was born in Ireland and he's been an occult researcher uh, for many, many years. And so we do a show over there called Unslaved. And then I'm also producing my own documentary film series called Cult of Emetics, which I'm putting out for free. And it's just a project that I'm using as personal therapy and putting an artistic flair on world events and what's going on and trying to put some um, content out there that people can easily share, that people will watch. I'm kind of building it off of the idea of the Netflix docu-series that are very viral right now. So I thought, hey, well, let's do a net, let's do a, a, vi- a documentary series, the best I can put together here uh, on what's going on in the world with this pandemic. And then why not shine a light on the history of the medical industrial complex and the pharmaceutical industry? So that's what it's all about. And more specifically, we're getting into the occult roots of the pharmaceutical and the medical industrial complex. So, this is a great conversation, yeah. dude. This is a great conversation. So, so I don't know if you've seen, but uh, the Taliban, the Taliban has now announced there will be no more drug production in Afghanistan, which is the whole reason <laughs> we we oh gone God. in there. They also and they the- also what banned like wine and weed and everything. Yeah. And yeah. All, everything. Yeah. Across the all board. Yeah. And which is the whole reason we went in there the first time was to get those poppy fields. And you mm. ask people who were there, they're like, yeah, we were just guarding these fields. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. But this is also the reason we went to Vietnam was that we were trying to get the golden triangle to get the poppy fields. Well, what a lot of people don't realize about like there's always like, what is the real 
thing behind the wall. What is really very rarely, if if ever at all, is it about meanies doing meanie stuff, right? It's like never, ever that. It's really about something else going on, okay? Right. And so, so if you want to talk pharmaceutical company, you go all the way back to World War One, and what was going on with that. And there's a big belief that World War One wasn't about an assassination of a royal, but it was really about going in there and the U.S. government, U.S. corporation, globalists pulling the pharmaceutical industry out of Germany and taking it over to the United States where, you know, we were still, I mean, like, I know uh, World War II was like 80 years ago, right? So World War One was right before, uh, it was like, what, 1917 or, or 1915 was World War One. 14, yeah, 19, yeah. In that area, right? So we're talking 100 years ago. And like in 100 years, I mean, ago, the United States was like a com- obviously a completely different world with a completely different set of laws. And it was much more easy to manipulate. And that's kind of what they've done. They've gone in, taken this country and from uh, turning into a corporation uh, and just gaming the system. And they, so the whole point of World War One, a lot of people believe, was to pull the pharmaceutical company out of Germany. And now we see they're all based in the United States. And here's an interesting, a lot of their corporations have bases in where? The Ukraine right now. There's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, pharmaceutical companies whose headquarters are based out of the Ukraine, which is a super interesting thing. So I, I, I love the history of uh, the pharmaceutical industry. And so uh, that was a, me talking a lot. So sorry about that. But uh, oh, that was great. Want- that's good information you got. That's that's really good. Interesting time. Interesting history that it has. Eh? It, it, listen, it's it's like so deep. And like yeah. when you say a cult, it's 100 percent. A cult is everything. That's why I like none of this stuff is about like, like what they uh, science, right? It's all occult stuff. It's all cult magic. The world's ran by sorcerers and it's 100% true. (laughs) Amazing. You nailed it, man. Like that's, that's it. That's all folks. We know the whole thing now because that's true. I believe it. This is a, if you go back, I I take the um, people that are watching the show with the documentary back into the history of alchemy, right? And the history of like, the magic, the Western magical tradition, the history of, uh, you know, what went down in a lot of these ancient cults. I, the reason I called this thing cult of the medics is because I believe that there is a cult and an occult aspect to all of this, including this pandemic. I mean, and for people that sit there and scoff, you know, you just don't forget that laughter is usually a good psychological defense mechanism, right? So it, it's good to scoff in the beginning, but when you look at the history of the symbolism, the etymology, the iconography, they're telling you the whole story right there. They're almost bragging about it. I mean, look at medical symbolism. You know, it goes back to ancient Egypt. It goes back to Rome, Babylon, Greece, um, you know, ancient symbolism. And, you know, some people will think, oh, that's just some kind of stylistic thing. And you go, yeah, but when you get into, you know, what's that staff of Hermes? What's the origin of it? How's it been used? Um, you get into looking at, you know, look at the AMA symbolism, look at the NIH, it's right in your face, you know, with the maritime symbolism all over the place. Um, even the way, even the term medic uh, corresponds to the term magistrate, which is magic, magic, magi, the magi. Who are the magi? Who are the high magi? Or who killed off the original druidic magi and replaced them and pretended to 
be in their place and then abuse that occult knowledge, right? Because knowledge is not evil. Symbols are not evil. Medicine cannot, is not evil, like, but it can be used by the wrong person in that way. And uh, what I try to do is uh, start with bringing people to the whole follow the money thing. So you start with follow the money. Like if you follow the money with who really owns Pfizer, majority shareholders, and then they also are the majority shareholders in Walmart, Target, Costco, which is why they closed all your small businesses. And we're allowing people to funnel through there in the thousands day after day. Um, you it's know, and it just goes on and on, bro. <laughs> it's like, we're going to look yeah. back. Like people go, when we look back, people go, I mean, like, I hope we're not dumb enough. I think we're entering an incredible time. I, I think, do as well. I think people are, uh, people, it's like, how do you see the glass? Half empty, half full. I'm a half full guy. Yes, um, I'm with I you, think, brother. I'm you with know, you. I, 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 dude, if, if they had their way, we'd all have a thousand boosters, full-blown AIDS, and we yeah. would all be a, a billion pounds with diabetes, and all, everybody would just be gay. And that, that would be their goal. <laughs> and they would, uh, you know, and maybe they're halfway there. I don't fuck know. But I, I believe that, like, their plan is, is crumbling. I 100% believe their, 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 their plan is crumbling. And so the whole thing gets into like, oh my God, nobody's going to pay for anything. I go, okay. So, so corrupt people aren't going to prosecute corrupt people. That's fine. But what, what it's done is really woken us up, as we talked in the last episode, to what the real shit is, which is local. Right. Yeah, Everything is it. local, man. Yep. Go local. Now, I know Canada is a little different because you have one law for the whole land, you know, but like in America, which is like kind of like this where everybody looks to, um, you know, we have different states with different laws, different cities with different laws. And that is the game. That's the game right there. And that that is everything. Our our board of education People are paying attention to it more now than ever. Nobody used to pay attention to that, and they used to just slip in this Marxism stuff. So I'm somebody that it, it, it's starting. People are starting to understand. Like God, I would love. I, you know, I, I do a joke about how I wish there would be a black plague every two years, just so we could have no traffic in LA, right? But you know, but I, I don't think they could do it again. I think if they tried to shut down everything again, people would lose their skulls. Mm. And because people have woken up that we got completely lied to about everything. And it goes, and it's just like people are being exposed. People like you putting out your movies and stuff like that. All right, guys, I want to tell you about our new friends at Joy Mode. That's right, Joy Mode. Got Johnny, how many times have you been at the gas station and looked at some horrible brand of erection pills, which has an animal and then some number next to it, right? So Pretty like, much every time I'm at a gas station with you. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking right at them. Yeah. Gorilla 5000. I don't even know what the 5000 means. What does it mean? I don't know. Well, guess what? Joy Mode is here to save the day. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, why not perform even better? Joy Mode Sexual Performance Booster is like a pre-workout for but for sex, okay? Joy Mode makes natural and science-backed sex wellness products for men. Their Sexual Performance Booster is like a pre-workout but for sex. Come on. 
The sex performance booster is designed to support erection quality and firmness, dude. Rock hard boners and get that sex drive going. Want to spice things up in the bedroom, boost your sexual performance and do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs? We have a special offer for the Tinfall Hat Swarm, okay? Go to usejoymode.com slash tinfoil or enter tinfoil at checkout for 20% off your first order, okay? That's U-S-E-J-O-Y-M-O-D-E dot com slash tinfoil, okay? That's usejoymode.com slash tinfoil for 20% off your first oil. Thanks, Joy Mode. Hope you guys get in the mode of joy by by using Joy Mode. Enjoy. Uh, I love this book. I started reading it. It's really dense. It's called Murder by Injection. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, it's uh, heavily featured. That's Eustace Mullins. It's one of the best books. Everybody needs a copy of that. Dude, dude. What? All you got to do is study the AMA and how that yep. shit operated, and you'll be like, what? That's another good one, too. This is a classic. I just featured this in Chapter 7. This is from the great late Dr. Robert Mendelssohn. He was pretty popular in the 70s. And... Like a highly degreed, he'd be like the Robert Malone of the seventies, you know, and he came out and he wrote this book. And what, this is what gave me the whole inspiration was those two books, murder by injection. Uh, some conversations I had with Michael Desarian, my study of cults. And then this where he, cause he calls it confessions of a medical heretic. So he's kind of bringing back that old medieval language, right? The heretics, the inquisition, because that's what they do to these doctors, any doctor going Going well back to the beginning of the Rockefeller syndicate and the whole takeover of the pharmaceutical industry, the petrochemicals, all that, these doctors have been coming out for decades to try to expose this stuff. And he says that in the book. And then each chapter is like, you know, temples of doom and ritual mutilation. And like, so he's, he made the correlation of what's happened to medical science in America and a religion or a cult, right? And so I'm like, it is a cult. Like, look at what's happening right now. If you don't step on the arrow or the X, you know, at Costco, or you don't wear the ma- the two masks, if you don't have, you know, if you're not like, what's that guy from Hellraiser with all the pin cushions of all these shots pinhead, you're supposed dude, to get pinhead. pinhead. Yeah. Like if you're not that you're ostracized, you're censored, you're a baddie, you're the person that's demonized. Well, that's a cult thing, right? I, I mean, mean, think it- of a, re- think of a religion where, you know, you go into church when you go into a church or a mosque, you have to wear the proper religious garb in order to enter the holy temple, right? You got to do the holy water ceremony. You got to do the little thing before you get in. Well, that's when you go into Walmart. You got to wear the proper religious garb, you know, cover your face to show obedience and contrition. And then you got to sprinkle yourself with the holy water of the hand sanitizer that has, you know, benzene in it, which is a known carcinogen. And uh, you have to show compliance. And that is cult behavior. So I was just making the comparison because I think it's right there in everybody's faces. I think it's wonderful. I think you're right on, dude. I think you're right on. So when we talk about religion and spirituality, what we're talking about is faith, right? I'm not really into organized religion, but I respect anybody that follows that and it makes them a better people and they help other, they practice abundance. Okay. But I am very spiritual, man. I believe in source and law of attraction, law of abundance, love thy neighbor with discipline. I practice that every day of my life. And, um, you know, but when we get into like, in particular in Hollywood, there's a lot of atheists running around. I'm atheist. I'm atheist. Uh, but man, they're like, I mean, how many times we see uh, blue checkmark Twitter being like, hey, man, 
stay at home, lock down, wear your mask, social distance, all this stuff based on what? What they say is science, right? Yeah. Did they do any of the studies that they're they're citing? No. no. Did they actually read the 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 the, the, the uh, experiments or, or or any of the stuff that the medical community did, the trials? Any? Did they read any of the data? No. What are they doing? They heard a soundbite and they're regurgitating it because they have what faith in it. It is faith is basically belief without actual concrete evidence, right? That's that's right. really what it is. We have faith that or I have faith that we live in this electrical universe and the energy you put out is the energy you get back. I have faith on that. When, when I practice my four things I do every day, I can't I can't scientifically prove it. But I can tell you my life gets so much better, right? I can tell you that I have the faith that it gets better. That is scientism. It is all based on faith. It is a religion. You are doing no studies. Like the people, and I know this is a whole different uh, discussion, but flat earth versus round earth. I don't care what side you are on. Okay, I'll be honest with you. Flat Earth people do a lot more experiments than the round Earth people in terms of people who argue about it. So many of them just like, no, it's round. I'm like, have you done the experiments? I'm not. I haven't. I'm a realm guy. I'm not sitting here telling you it's one way or the other. But I know a lot of people don't do the experiments, don't check out the data, and they just have faith in what they were told by their teachers their their medical community, the news, it's all scientism is complete and utter cult. You're 100% correct. It is a cult of science based on faith that these people aren't lying to you, even though all we've seen is lying liars. Right. History. Well, and you're right, because, uh, you know, I ask this question a lot is like in the series, you're going to see little concepts brought up like we're talking about trust. You know, what is the nature of trust? Because that's what you're bringing up is trust, faith. I mean, to me, that's what it is, is we're putting our trust in somebody else to tell us what the truth is. Everybody should do their own observation. They should do their own research. And yes, we do have to trust different experts and different people. And if I need a plumber, I'm going to talk to a guy that knows more than I do. But I'm also going to not just sit back passively. I'm going to take notes and I'm going to learn from that plumber so that I can be learn more about it. And maybe I don't have to even call that guy again. You know, like you should try to advance your knowledge in every way that you can. And what's always interesting is this whole appeal to authority argument where, you know, what happens when you're the person you're pointing at, like a Dr. Fauci or whatever, or in Canada, we have Dr. Teresa Tam, uh, who many people think is a dude, by the way. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. Surprise, um, surprise. Yeah. And, uh, and you go, well, we're putting our faith our blind faith, right? Our blind faith, because we're not going to look at anybody else, but we're just going to put our blind faith in those people. And all I have to do is bring numerous examples where those people actually told you false information and then kick it up a notch and go, oh, it was actually that they knew it was false, which means they lied to you, right? Under, you know, that's incredible. So now where's your trust? See, because if I lie to you, Sam, you know, if I lie to you once, you know, maybe you'll forgive me, right? But if I lie to you again and again, like eventually you can get the cut, get the fuck out of my face, man. Like, I'm not going to put up with this because instinctively humans know that the truth is linked to our survival. Like, it's not just this philosophical concept. We're like, oh, what's the truth? That's fun too. But 
the truth in survival is you, you have to know what the correct thing to do is not what you believe, not what's on some whiteboard. If you're surviving in the wilderness, the truth is life or death every day, right? So we've lost touch with that because we live in this synthetic fake reality that's mostly digital. And, um, and, and then, you know, so now we're confused about what the truth is. We don't even know where to trust because we haven't learned how to trust our own minds, right? Look at our education system. Look at our media. Our kids are being raised with, you know, spaghetti in their heads. They don't have a, a thinking critical part because they're not taught that, right? So now we're in this position where people are going, well, the science says, well, the science, that sounds like, you know, the edicts of the priests from the ancient times. What's the difference? right? It used to be run by the priests. Now it's run by the scientists. They're just yeah. changed robes and language, but it's all the same alchemical stuff. And you can't question it. If you do question it, you're, uh, you're a sinner. You're you know, a sinner. Now, exactly. Now it's sinner. not sinner. Now, now you are a, a conspiracy theorist yeah. and, and that's bad. Or you're even worse, a Trumper. Oh my God, you're a Trumper. <laughs> Hilarious. Trumper guy doing Trumper things. And you're just like, what are we doing here? Like name calling, like we're grownups. And okay, man, it gets real deep. So uh, can you get into a little bit of the history of the medical community? Like I would love to, I, I know you're not here to talk about murder by injection, but it really fits into a lot of stuff right. that you're talking about. And uh, do you have any details you could share with us about that book? And I'm trying to look up some right now that could join you uh, in trying to, to basically describe what happens, what that book talks about. Well, yeah, I mean, that book, um, really quickly, one of the chapters I featured in there was close to the end. It's called The Rockefeller Syndicate. And, you know, you, everybody needs to read the entire book, okay? Because he does get into the history <laughs> of the American Medical Association, the Rockefeller Connections. Uh, Mullins also believed that the Rockefellers were just stooges of the Rothschilds, right? So he gets into that connection. And then um, my colleague and I, Michael Desarian over on Unslaved, we've even taken this to the next level of, uh, you know, people well, well, well above your Rothschilds. Like we're getting into the Setian Atenus priesthood of the ancient times that produced the belief system that these people have adopted. It's their, the, the progenitors of their religion, basically. So basically, in a nutshell, the Rockefeller syndicate came in. Mullins talks about how there were only a few families that took full control over all the grain production, like the big, uh, so the petrochemicals, the chemical companies, the grain um, supply companies, uh, the like all the basically dominating the market. They took complete control 100%, of the market. One hundred percent, dude. Oh yeah, and so 100%. then now one hundred percent. That is an ending because now, and they'll just jostle it around. Like, look at Gates, look at Amazon. They're out there buying up land all over the place, right? Um, and then Klaus Schwab is out there saying, oh, you're going to own nothing and be happy. Well, that's just modern feudalism now, you know? 100%. So, so there's this book called, um, what's it called? Uh, fuck. Oh, man. It is hot. Fuck. Let me hold on one second. Hold on. Keep you okay? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like he was in genuine pain there. My God. If that's what thinking does to him. <laughs> that's a sick background, by the way, man. Oh, no, this is not a background. I'm actually in the aboard You're in the, the ISS. I'm aboard the International Space Station. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Where I, okay. That's where cool. I record from now. Yeah. If you fly over Canada, do you see a big wall around it? Like they have the can <laughs> we know the China wall. We have the we have the Canada wall now. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a, the more of a, a spiritual wall than a. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true.
what is he doing? I guess he's going over. He's got this stack of unread books that that's in his house. And I think he's probably over there. Like, where is this fucking book? No, that's cool. I, I sit around. I have books piled up all around my desk. I just like having them here. Here we know? go. Oh, oh my God. Go. That's a big one, too. Sorry, you guys. Curl that so, because uh, I really, because you nailed it, dude. That's so, I've only got, I gotten in ah, hey. a couple. I got into like 30 to 50 pages Quigley. of this thing, right? Yeah. What you're talking about is 100% what is happening. You could watch it as these guys start to take over. And they talk about what? The agricultural yep. revolution. Right. And how important that because what happened was now. So in here, the example is that, you know, it used to take 25 people to make food for 25 people. Then this agricultural revolution happens. And now 10 people can make food for 100 people. Well, now that 10 people are very powerful because mm. they're controlling all the food. And when you control the food, you control money power right and that's when we start to see these syndicates start to happen yeah yeah right? and they even compete with themselves like there's little internecine fights that happen like gang warfare like we want this turf no we want that turf think of it like a mafia it works like that these people are criminals they're just as cutthroat with each other so at certain times in history you'll see them shaking hands and working against a common enemy and then other times they're slitting each other's throats and stealing all the cash right Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Buck Mason. That's right. We all have our favorite go-tos, right? Sweaters, shirts, jeans, the stuff we wear all the time. Well, I was getting dressed this morning and realized my go-to is Buck Mason. I love this sweatshirt. It fits right, feels great, and it gets all the ladies excited. That's right. Buck Mason clothes are second to none. They are they're timeless and never go out of style. Everything I own fits great right out of the box and, be, and it's become very quickly one of my favorites, okay? Buck Mason makes all the essentials, jean shirts, jackets, all my go-tos, and much, much more. I love the tailored look, fit to their, and the fit of their T-shirts, okay? Even after wearing them and putting them through the wash, after wash, after wash, after wash, I don't wash it, Dana washes it, but after she does it, okay? I noticed that they're just as good as when I wore it the first time, okay? The curved hem tee is fantastic. GQ loves it as much as I do, calling it the best T-shirt in the game. Holla at your boy, Buck Mason, okay? So this is what we're going to do. Once you try Buck Mason, they'll become your go-to, too. Head over to buckmason.com slash tinfoil and get a free T-shirt with your first order. That is B-U-C-K-M-A-S-O-N.com slash tinfoil to get a free T-shirt with your first order. Okay, buckmason.com slash tinfoil. Get it. Guys, I want to tell you about IP Frequently Podcast. That's right. The IP Frequently Podcast, Johnny Woodard's favorite podcast. That's right. Last time you went looking for a funny podcast, it put you to sleep, didn't it? If, you, if you're like me and you appreciate your business news and your current events with a side of comedy, bang! When I was looking for a conservative business podcast... 
That was actually funny. I couldn't find any of them. They were nowhere. Most business podcasts tend to be too dry and too boring, and they don't understand what running a business is really about. Okay, then I listened to Dave and Brad, the host of IP Frequently, and found exactly what I was looking for. So here's what I want you guys to do. Go check out the Holy Grail Business Podcast. Subscribe to IP Frequently and stay up to date on their weekly stream of episodes, whether wherever you get your podcast, okay? Searching for that conservative business podcast that is anything but dry and boring? Well, search no more. Subscribe to IP Frequently and follow Dave and Brad's weekly stream of hilarious episodes wherever you get your podcast. Check out Johnny Wooders' favorite podcast, IP Frequently. So this is how criminals roll. So this, uh, this is why there's a lot of confusion in what we call the alternative community about who's at the top. Well, you know, it's psychopaths that have an anti-human agenda because they hate us and they feel like they're separate from us. Um, and they wear different banners and all of it's play. It's all show for you. Um, all this play to, oh, it's for the greater good, guys. You know, just pay us some carbon taxes and we'll make sure that the, the, world, the sun doesn't melt the earth, um, you know, because we have the ability to control that by tax money. Um, and then on and on you go. And notice how they're hitting you with three different things at once. They're like, okay, so not only is World War III happening because of Ukraine, um, but also there's the sixth wave of this earth-killing virus that's the flu. And then uh, we also have the climate meltdown happening where because you're breathing and because cows fart, the world's going to end in 10 years. So basically, guys, because of all these crises, why don't you just give us all your land, resources, money, freedom, autonomy, give us the minds of your children, and we'll take control from here. Well, this isn't new. I'm just trying to tell people, and this is what's good about the show, Sam, is that we can tell people this didn't start with the pandemic. This didn't start in, you know, after 9-11. This goes well back. Um, one organization I point people to is something called the Club of Rome, which everybody needs to know about. And the Club of Rome, if you look at the book by Dr. John Coleman called The Committee of 300, um, that book will change your life. It'll, it'll explain a lot. Very detailed, just like that uh, murder by injection. It's very well documented. Those two go very well hand in hand, as, long, as well as the admission by Carol Quigley there in that book you're talking about, um, where Quigley basically said they're trying to set up a world government. Um, they're, getting, they're blending. He said they're blending uh, what did he say? Communism, fascism, and what he called super capitalism. It was going to be a mixture hybrid. So super capitalism is this crony capitalism with the rigged Federal Reserve System, right? Real capitalism is just us saying, we don't want to be serfs. We want to work together and do fair trade together. Okay, fuck the government. Like That's real capitalism. But the capitalism they wanted was controlled, rigged, crony capitalism where you had socialists. These guys are all Marxist socialists, you know, Fabians. Um, we call them the champagne socialists, and they use capitalism, which is just mafia capitalism, to uh, create the wealth to fund their takeover, their power grab. And they need, so think of it real simply. If you want to control, if you want to be wealthy and powerful and you want to really run the show, you need to control physical assets. So you need to control land, minerals, oil. You need to control the physical land and whatever it produces. That's why the agriculture was really key because that produces all the things that you need everywhere else. And then you have to control the wealth of nations. And that's how you get in with your central bank 
And that obviously hyperinflates the currency. And then everybody's owed you tax dollars and debt money. So you're controlling that way. And the reason that can, the only way that can happen, that control of land and money is if you control the people that are on that land and own that land and run that land and farm that land and own that wealth. So that's why they've invested all this money yep. into a, a media that will keep you hypnotized. So, and the drug industry to keep you anesthetized so that you don't resist the takeover of your country and the physical land, wealth, and resources. So that's just a start for what no, I think. No, I totally means. agree. And one thing, because you were on a roll, I didn't want to stop you. See, look, I'm growing up as an interviewer. Look at me. Um, <laughs> no, jump in anytime, man. I'll... No, 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 no. They would, they would yell at me if I did yeah. that. You were cooking with gas. But so uh, I, we've said this on the show for years now, is that, the notion that like Trump is coming in and like, is this white knight? I, I, I'm not, I, would I take Trump over Hillary or Obama or Joe Biden? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But that doesn't mean anything. Okay. Trump is a crime boss. He represents a, a crime syndicate. This is probably more the, the New York real estate crime syndicate. Has he worked with Rothschilds? 100%. Has he worked with the 100%? Not saying he hasn't, dude. Okay. He's a billionaire. All right. It's very hard to get to that level without working with dirty money. It's just, we're trick. all working with dirty money. It's, it's real. Everybody is. I mean, like this whole thing about, oh, crypto, it's a dude. Crypto is no different. I'm sorry than than fiat money. It is owned by the same. Everything they can do to you on crypto, they can do with you in your bank account. It's it's 100 can happen. The, the decentralization is the best way to fight back. We just gotta see if we can get there. But going back to Trump, Trump and and, and it goes back to where they battle with each other. They also work with each other when they have to. And it's like Ron Placone once said oligarchies help oligarchies but make no doubts about it there is war for power whoever who is like game of thrones okay at the end they work together to try to stop the you know the white walkers but i mean they work together so it's like the notion that trump is trying to be different than all these other like do you who do you want to live by crime syndicate or satanic pedophiles they're both different syndicates and they're all fighting over power on who can award these contracts to get all this insane, funny money, Fed money. That's what it is. But they're all working together. They just have different agendas on how to do it. Some is more nationalist. Other ones are more international, globalist. But it's all working. Is one guy better than the other? I would take Trump, but he's also Zionist. We know that for a fact. If you don't think the dude's a Zionist, you're not paying attention, okay? Is he a satanic communist pedophile like Joe Biden, Obama, and Hillary? Nope, I don't think so, but I could be wrong too. More will be, be revealed as we, we keep moving forward. But they are definitely, they battle when they have to, and then they work together when they have to as well. Yeah, and I'll agree with you on the overall perspective you have about that. I'll disagree with you on Trump specifically, but that'd be another podcast. But either way, um, no matter what, in the end, no matter how we dice up the facts and the information on every specific thing, people need to understand what you just said, which is accurate, which is that there are factions that are competing for power 
Um, there are factions that work together sometimes. Like if I take this back to history, if you wanted to talk about history, in the history of this, I trace the lineage of the the origin of the entire way the medical system was built, the mindset behind it, you know, like almost like the religion of it came out of the Vatican. It came out of the Knights of Malta um, and who are still to this day registered as the official military order of the Catholic Church. And the Knights of Malta, you know, what's really funny that their history, they were the Knights of Malta later. That's what they are now. But before they were the Knights of Rhodes because they were in Rhodes for a while, because they kept getting kicked out of all these places. Then they were the Knights of St. John of Jerusalem. That was their original title. And then before that, they were the Knights Hospitaller. So they were the foundation of the origin of what we call hospitals. So if you hear the term hospital, hotel, um, hostel, right? It all comes from that hospitaller. So they were the, and, and historically, mainstream history is going to tell you that on the surface, they were fighting with the Templars because the Templars allegedly were against the Catholic. They were kind of like moving away from the Catholic church. And that's why there was this big feud with them. And then the church crushed the Templars, which kind of happened, but there's a bigger story. But the funny thing is, is it made, they made history made it look like the hospitalers and the Templars had this rivalry, which no doubt they probably did. But what's interesting is that when the Templars got uh, disbanded, arrested, and then executed the top ones anyways, Everybody forgot about the Cistercian order, the, the, the priestly order that was really the controlling factor behind the Templars, right? The Knights. And those guys got absorbed into the Knights of Malta, the Knights Hospitaller at the time. Even Knights Templar that got banished renounced temp the Templar order and then joined the Knights Hospitallers. So just to, I wanted to give people the history of, of the level of Masonic and, and that kind of ancient knowledge that's embedded in these orders coming out of the church, even though the church will be like, oh, we're very much anti-Mason because we just want everything to be Catholic or whatever. And then the Masons are like, well, we're against the church because we're here for liberal ideas and all this stuff. But behind the scenes, it's the same money, the same power. They've both infiltrated each other top to bottom. And now you've got mafias that are just fighting over scraps and control. And we're all just sitting here going, can I just get my paycheck and get on a plane to Mexico once in a while? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to, with this series, I'm trying to show people the big picture, the history of where it came from. And then the symbolism tells you how ancient the whole thing is. It goes back to the cult of Asclepius and Greece and everything else. And then it comes up and you now have the same symbolism there. And then remember the proof is always in the pudding. See, if we were under a benign medical system. We wouldn't have uh, one in three people getting cancer and chronic disease and illness like we've never <laughs> seen before and, and, and freaking allergies off the charts and, and just how many people can't live past the age of 60, you know, like um, in some ways we've increased our lifespan, but in other ways we're deteriorating because I think of all these, the way we're approaching health. And so then I also, when I'm doing the series, I'm trying to show people, Hey, there's a solution to all this. The bad guys aren't the only show in town and evil is not the only power force in this world. And I think a lot of people get to the point where they think these guys are so big and powerful, which they are, but they're not the only ones. And there's been competing factions as well. Like there are, in my opinion, there are positive, there were positive secret societies formed for legitimate purposes to hide from oppression of the church and the Kings and whatnot and the, and the other lodges. And there's been a battle going on behind the scenes uh, between you know the Jedi and the Sith, so to speak, for a long time. 
And then there's also been the battle that we all have for our own health and our own sanity and all of that. So there's so much that I try to bring out, but I also try to bring people the solutions of the people like Mullins and so many others that not only showed you the problem, they also showed you the solution. So we don't, we don't need to just point fingers and say, hey, they're the bad guys. Let's stop listening to them. They need to be replaced with people that do know real health, how to achieve real health, how to achieve true wealth and financial freedom, how to achieve, you know, like there are good people that if we had good people in those positions, we wouldn't be in this mess. And the only reason we're in this mess is because we let this kind of happen because uh, we were distracted by all the other circuses and games and whatnot. 100%. So, yeah. and, and you brought up something really good early on is about hospitals, hotels, I mean, we've been I, I, we've been saying this on the show forever. Like people's view of a hospital is completely off. They view it as this idealistic pl- place where the like, man, if we uh, if everything's going right, nobody be at the hospital. That ho- if you saw a hospital with nobody in it, just know that hospital is going to close doors yep. because that hospital is a hotel with six sick people. That's really what it is. Its whole thing is that it wants to fill up as many beds as possible. And so when they're like, the hospitals are overrun, they love that. Yeah. They love that. That is like saying, oh, my God, the, the poor hotel, every, it was sold out. I, I feel so bad for the staff. That every room was taken. My thoughts and prayers go out to those frontline workers who are at the front desk having to deal with everybody checking in and the, the, oh, the poor, the poor uh, housekeepers have to clean all the bedrooms. Oh, sad days. And like, no, ma'am, that's not how it works. They well, look want- how COVID, look how COVID they got, they paid these hospitals incentive money to diagnose people as dying from COVID. Like, <laughs> you don't think it's a racket? Come on. It's think about it. I mean, and then you get into, again, it's like the role of the AMA, the American mm-hmm. medical association in basically locking down, you know, the medical community. I mean, I never knew this, but they talk about holistic medicine and the war against like chiropractors. Oh yeah. Like, Dude, there was a war against chiropractic. Did you know that, Johnny? Like, like they were hunting them down like Highlanders. It's like, a witch hunt. Yeah. It was a witch hunt to shut it down, to get these colleges that taught chiropractic, to get them shut down. Thou and, shall and, not and, have your neck popped. Isn't that crazy? Because you think, oh, dude, I just get a little chiropractic done, a little adjustment going. There was a, a jihad. To destroy that. No, it's not. Now I've heard there is some talk about how it's dangerous to do it with young children, but you're you're talking, you're not talking about that, right? Like they weren't shutting them down for that reason. It was no. Okay. They were making any holistic. They're talking about like neck manipulations, apparently, or you shouldn't do those to kids or something. That's that I've heard that, but that's the only thing I've heard about it that was that it would make it. Why well on what grounds were they trying to do that? That's unbelievable. Uh, eliminating competition. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but what 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 was it purported to be though? Just it's it, saying it's not medicine or something. Yeah. Quackery. It's unscientific. Uh-huh. So they rewrote all the science and basically were like, unless you're giving people drugs and cutting things out of their body, uh, you're not doing science and medicine. That's basically how they redefined it. So anything, tr- anything cr- that you could say, Hey guys, you can grow stuff in your backyard. That'll heal you from like 90% of stuff. That was all oh, that's quackery and witchcraft. Did they target, did they target Chinese medicine in that way too? Traditional Chinese medicine? 
Yeah. Well, like any, look at it, like any Eastern kind of medicine, Ayurvedic, anything uh, where your, your doctor, okay, here's an example of where, how far we've gone bad. Anybody listening right now, tell me where the newscast, the news broadcasts are, where Anderson Cooper or any of these chumps are up there telling you that uh, you should be working on boosting your immune system right now and strengthening yourself um, on the cellular level. You should be taking some supplements. You should be exercising. You should be getting the right sleep. You should be like, he should be there on an elliptical giving the newscast and being like, come on, guys, let's get moving. Let's, let's boost our immune systems together while we're waiting for the vaccine. They didn't even do that. Right. So the fact that they're not going to give you who run, who pays the media, well, the pharmaceutical industry, they're not going to tell people stuff that will put them out of business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just and it's just like slow. Like what we saw people like we were doing shows during the whole covid thing with doctors going, I have to go in front of the board. They're going to take my medical license. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, that, that's the cult mentality. The colleges that run the doctors and control them. And, you know, it's like every, it's so funny there. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. And I, and if I am wrong, please let me know. And I know you will everybody that listens to the show. Uh, they, they're, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders, like free college, give away free college. I never hear him talking about giving away a, uh, making it so doctors don't have to pay for medical school because that would be a complete and utter game changer. If you didn't make doctors pay for medical school, they could go into their own practices and not be in just saddled down with debt where they have to go and take these jobs and do what they're told so they can pay off their debt. And by the time they get out of their debt, they're so in the system. They're so pushing these just pharmaceuticals on you all the time try this one get this thing you know it's like no dude you know my my doctor basically sneaked attacked me with a it wasn't the covid vaccine it was another vaccine and my arm still hurts my arm still fucking hurts i still get pains in there from the tetanus shot tetanus shot still get pains from it you know i mean like and that's a doctor that i like and he's pushed it on me he's pushed it on dana i've watched him do it and I think he's a great guy. And you watch him and you're like, hey, dude, what about this? Oh, no, no, no. You don't want a medical community. You know, blah, 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 blah. You, know you don't want you don't want to do any holistic. Uh, that's just like mumbo jumbo voodoo. And like watch him have vis- visceral reactions to that stuff. Happens all the time. It's amazing. And, you know, I tell people, if you think back to that thing we were saying about trust, like, what about your own personal experience? Like right now, there's all these people out there. We're calling it the Pfizer prayer. Uh, where all these like, you know, uh, who was it recently? Uh, Schumer and a bunch of these people and all the, they're all tweeting about how, unfortunately, I tested positive for COVID. So I'm at home isolating, but I really encourage everybody to go and get the fourth booster shot. And like, it's just, and it's just the same message going out from all these people that are all getting COVID now. And there's like entire cruise ships pulling into uh, Victoria Harbor, close to where I live, that are all having COVID outbreaks on them. And guess what? COVID three jabs is required to get on these cruise ships. <laughs> so everybody's jabbed on the cruise ship and they're all getting COVID. So I'm like, okay, so when you're telling me, guys, uh, you know, make sure you go get the vaccine. It's the only way out of the pandemic. And you're like, okay, you took the vaccines, right? Three of them. Oh, okay. And you got sick with the thing you got the vaccine for. Okay. So, and, and you're actually still spreading it to other people. Okay. So why am I supposed to take the vaccine so that I can also test positive? Cause with misery loves company. That's, That's the only explanation at this point. Misery loves company and they want you to be as fucked as they are and they yeah. do it. And the left does that 
all the time. All the time. They do it all the time. We see fem- old feminists do it to young feminists. Lie to their fucking faces about how they should live their life as they go home and pop eight different medications that they're on, drink box wine, hang out with their cats, and stare at the phone hoping it would ring one moment. That's just the truth. It's true. That's just the truth. They lie all the time. Yeah. I see it happen out here all the time. Oh, you got to worry about your career, your career, your career. You're miserable as fuck. Why are you giving any advice on happiness? You can say whatever you want about my career. I was driving today after I took Krav Maga feeling good. I'm like, you know, my life is fucking great. I don't have as much money as some, you know, I don't sell as many tickets as others. According to Reddit, I'm a fucking nobody. Gotcha. Okay. But I'm a happy motherfucker, dude. Happy motherfucker. That's I, priceless. I, I, I'm so happy, dude. I'm. It's like really unbelievable. And it, it, it's great for life, bad for comedy. It's hard to go find jokes <laughs> to write about when, you're when your life is awesome. <laughs> yeah, when you're fucking great. And you're like, oh, my life is good. What am I going to bitch and moan about? But, you know, that's it. And we just and it's and it's just like everybody's just got to get down to local. I mean, like. It's like insane, man. And you were talking about like all this, uh, like the, the, the full on jihad against spirituality that's done. Like St. Patty's Day. We celebrate St. Patty's Day. That is celebrating ethnic cleansing, everybody. You are celebrating the Catholic Church killing Druids, going to Ireland and killing all of the Druids. Anybody that sell that that was into a cult at that point killed them off. The Catholic Church did that. Saint, you know, yeah, Saint Patrick was a murderer. That's what he did for the church. It was not. It's not like kumbaya. They don't have snakes in Ireland. It's too cold. He didn't get rid of the snakes. He got rid of knowledge. The knowledge, the druid knowledge, the uh, the occult. People who practice the occult. And you're totally right earlier when you talked about magic is neither black or white. It's how it's applied and who's yeah. applying it. It's like science. It's actually the birth of science, right? Um, is It's a knowledge of reality and the body and the mind. Like it's a knowledge. And when it's like a hammer, right? I can use that hammer to build a, a home or I can smack someone in the head with it, right? It's a tool. And so when you get this... So this ancient knowledge that these secret orders have, and whether they're in the medical cult or any of the other branches of the same tree, um, they nicked it from the true, uh, the true councils, the true sages of history. They stole it and they rebranded it and they tried to wield it and use it uh, for their own power grabs. And that's why you see, so a lot of these symbols, even those Illuminati pyramids and all that stuff, even those hexagrams or whatever, it's not evil. It, originally, those were symbols for the divine. They were high <coughs> mystical symbols, but they were captured. And, the, and then I got to tell people the reason why they use these types of symbols is because they know that encoded, this is the Carl Jung theory, right? Encoded into your phylogenetic, your phylogenetics, right? Your race memory is the knowledge of these ancient mystical traditions and these symbols because the first languages were symbols. In fact, to this day, our mind doesn't read English like all the words, like the way we think we do. We're looking at them as symbols that represent something. So kanji, hieroglyphs, petroglyphs, that was the first languages. So it was all symbolic. So your brain thinks symbolically. 
So what happens is they take the symbols that to us represent Jesus and light and good and, and heaven and nature and all that. And they co-opt them and then they put them as their brands so that we go, oh, those guys are the new gods. Those are the priests. Those are the good shepherds of humanity. Those are the, the you know, the, that's our masters. Those are our parents. Like those are the symbols. So it's not, that's why in the, in the sort of conspiracy world, a lot of people always ascribe it to it's an evil cult. Oh my God. I think a lot of the fundamentalists get in there and mess that up. The truth is that the symbol is something that just speaks to you and they blind you with the light. Like all these cults, Jim Jones, Walter Applewhite, Robert the Grimston, any of these cults, Charles Manson, they blind you with the light to tell you the story. So you'll get sucked in. Now you're their little robot and then you'll do whatever they say, even if they tell you to drink Kool-Aid. So that, what's the difference between what I just said and what people are going through right now? The only difference is people see it as, but Dave, it's, it's not witchcraft or any of that stuff. That, that went away with the Industrial Revolution now. This is, uh, this is science, right? Look at they wearing white coats. They got stethoscopes and, and you know, things like that. It's like, no, no, no. There's still the alchemists at the top. You know, a lot of them on the surface say, I'm a, I'm a materialist. I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. Bullshit. They're over at the temples at night speaking to otherworldly, uh, what they believe are otherworldly powers. 100%. So 100%. That's why I don't get into the this group. Like, you know, the whole no, notion that Jews run the world or no, it's or Muslims are this or, or, or I mean, Catholics at the Catholics are a great example of like yeah. the people who practice it versus the people at the top at the very oh, 100%. Top, right? Some of the I know some of the best people the like this isn't ever an attack on uh, I do a section in chapter 6 called the deep church. I coined that from Archbishop Vigano who is an insider basically saying, yeah, they're trying to start a new world order guys. Um and so the deep church is I look at the history of the Catholic Church, the Vatican specifically, and I always say, look, I'm not trying to offend anybody's personal faith. They hijacked your own knowledge 100%. and it's the institutions they're 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 hiding their pedophile cult behind the veneer of oh we're here for jesus and charity they're liars they're liars and criminals uh same thing with jews i say it all the time judaism jews i, I live with a jew i love jews same i got no Jewish problem. chicks are no. second on my super freak <laughs> big board okay <laughs> i think they're fucking great huh. uh I, you know but it's like are there are people it's like white people too. Oh, yep. yeah, white supremacy, dude. I I don't like a, a billion white people. They nobody's like white people are most superior people. The it's all fucking. It's just it's just small group of people that fucking try to get everybody to fight with each other. Judaism. Yeah, it's divide and conquer. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But behind closed doors, all of these groups, okay. That these like, you know, you have Jeffrey Epstein and the mega group, which was a, a Zionist, uh, you know, superiority group. Well, look at uh, Epstein's Island. There's nothing but occult symbolism all yeah. over that place. So yeah. outside him, uh, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell, they're all walking around like they're, they're Jewish. But if you really study them, it's all occult symbolism. That's let you know one, they're part of the group. That's how they do it. Yeah, their religion they wear is this secret. Mask to yeah. walk amongst us. Yeah, their their religion is secret and they're sworn blood oaths to protect it. Um, so on the surface, these people invented all this shit for us, okay? 
Don't forget about Constantine, the history of that, Josephus Flavius, man, we could go on forever about how they bamboozled people. And for everybody to sit there and say, oh, Jews run the world, go to michaeltessarian.com and look for an article called Jews and Templars, and that'll settle that case. Um, when we talk Jew, we're talking not about religious Jews. We're not talking about that. These people have killed their own people, their own their, supposedly their own people. Judites, that's different. That, that Judite is a rank. It's not anything to do with a racial line or anything like that, although these do come from their own family lines and lineages. They're not what you, they say they are. Um, they, are they, they believe in their own cult. So if you got the popes and the, the Jesuits and all those guys, they're not Catholics the way you think of Catholics. Yes. They don't look at the cross the way you look at the cross. These people are Luciferians and Setians. They have an old cult and they hide behind the light. That's what they did. And so it's the same everywhere, dude. And you're right. It's all divide and conquer. And the divide and conquer is happening everywhere because that's the most effective way for a small group of people to control a big group of people, right? It makes basic sense. The 100%, dude. And it, and it's just, they're just, I think they're losing right now. Whatever the internet is, I don't know. Who, what's the purpose of it? But I think there's entities of light that yep. are working to keep it, uh, uh, you know, alive and kicking. There's, you know, you hear stories all the time through the, the, you know, the UFO community and whatever you want to believe about that. I don't, I don't think aliens come here in ships. I think it's interdimensional, but they talk about how they push back on nuclear war, uh, I don't, I'm not into nuclear bombs, but that's a different story on a different episode. But, you know, uh, they're, they're like they're trying to stop mass extinction and stuff like that. So if they're really like that, why wouldn't they be involved in keeping the Internet going, keeping it on? We have Klaus Schwab always, always talking about trying to shut down the Internet. Oh, a solar flare is going to come and shut down the Internet. Dude, they shut down the Internet, man. They lose all all their powers to spread propaganda and keep us under this spell. Oh, well, that's a double-edged sword for them. Double-edged sword. Yeah, for sure. So they're always like, well, they keep some internet on and some internet. Okay, maybe. But I also think that people have gotten to the point where they don't trust outlets. They don't, a lot of people don't trust blue checkmark people anymore. That, that like every single Hail Mary pass they've been trying lately isn't working. Yes, they got us with COVID, but I think people have woken up to so much of that. And now with this BLM shit coming out, where the BLM uh, leaders took six million dollars, spent it on on mansions. We told you that was a front for bullshit. Yep. If you study BLM and where the money went, it all went to Act Blue, and then the what didn't go to Act Blue, which was funding the Democrats went into this woman's pocket so she could buy houses in white neighborhoods. Yeah, it's incredible, eh? Like when you follow the money on that and there's so much lies. Like I tell people, if you think your news is fake, how do you, how do you think your history is? Your history stuff they've been telling you, right? Um, so all I say to people is, look, and I'm with you, man. There are so many positive things happening. Living in Canada, to see the, those amazing truckers here, like that whole movement that woke up the country, united the country, showed everybody you're not alone. We're not backing down. Um, there was over 11 million Canadians uh, that were part of that. Uh, it was insane. And it inspired stuff all over the world. There's been other movements. There's so many things going on. There's lawsuits. There's tribunals. There's all people. Trust me, the truth can't be hidden forever. That's just a 
fact of nature. You can avoid it as much as you want. You can try to fact check it and debunk it and what, but it's going to come back and it's going to demonstrate itself. And I think that's the time we're in. And, and you with both the internet, yeah, they may have created it out of a, a military program to surveil and, and document and all that, and then use it as their business model and their control grid, but you can't outsmart nature. So humans use that and went, okay, well, we're also going to use it to share this information and communicate with people and network. So um, never forget that they're not the only show in town. And as long as we keep speaking the truth fearlessly and uh, trying to get people united around freedom, we don't have to agree on everything, but if we could agree on freedom as a principle and then show people how that freedom is being stolen from them and how they're being, their economy is being looted, their children are being poisoned mentally and physically, and that we don't need these people anymore. And the only reason they have power is because they've got raving fans. So if we could change that, then we could all leave the cult and be free. And it's possible. And I keep going for it. I have kids. Uh, I've got a stake in this. So I have to fight this fight. And this is what my work is. This is what my series is all about. And I believe that truth is going to win out in the end. So somebody sent me something when I did an AMA on Rockfin last night that Klaus Schwab is talking about how Justin Trudeau is going to be like the leader of leaders. What is going on in Canada? W what is going on with Trudeau? Is everyone like, yeah, just, I got, yeah, man, we all just moved on. It's like nothing happened. No, not at all. Not at all. This What's is going an over on? By, this is an over by a long shot. Uh, starting at the end of April, we're going to have something called rolling thunder which is bikers for freedom. So if people were pissed about how loud the trucks were, just wait till there's 10,000 bikes in Ottawa or wherever we're going to go. Um, we've got uh, uh, military vets that are marching across Canada. James Top, who I interviewed a few times, he's currently marching the entire country. And just to remind everybody just how massive the land of this, of this place is, is huge. I think second largest landmass in the world. Um, and then... Uh, what else have we got? So basically Trudeau is, he can't even go anywhere. He just went somewhere. I think it was in BC or Edmonton or something. And he went to do a little speech, you know, it's all scripted. And there were people there shouting him down so badly the entire time he was talking, you couldn't hear, even the CBC news couldn't catch the audio of what he was saying. It was just drowned out by Trudeau's got to go. You know, and people just sick of it. He can't, they can't walk the streets here. Everybody knows, especially after what he did to those truckers sending in the Gestapo uh, to come in and stomp a bunch of women, children, men that were all standing there from all backgrounds who were protesting his breach of the both national and international laws of this country. So trust me, the fire is not out by a long shot. Uh, if anything, our numbers have doubled because one thing that's amazing, I think it was Orwell that said this. He said, when it comes to these totalitarians, they are the worst advertisement for themselves. So just keep the cameras rolling. So really, this is some Aikido stuff now or some jujitsu stuff where they're attacking with everything they have because they have a date that they have to achieve this. And we are just redirecting it and saying, hey, look, hey, even the people that were against the protest, don't you see that they're going to come for you next? And don't you see that they're just they're not following the democratic process? It's so obvious. So all Trudeau has done is woke up more of Canada. And uh, all Biden is doing is red pilling America right now. Like, uh, it's amazing. Uh, so I look at these people, I think, and this COVID thing, as much as it was a, I hated it, uh, it's a blessing because, dude, I've been doing this for 18 years. I'm not sure how long you've been doing it. 
But talking to people about this stuff was like banging your head against the wall because everybody had their pension and their job and everything was cool and you know everything's comfortable. Nobody wanted so, to rock the boat. Yeah, nobody wanted to rock the boat, keep it simple. But now this is over everybody's doorstep now. It's hitting their bank accounts. How's it with the, the gas prices? Everybody loving that? You know, don't forget you voted that in, right? So, you know, this is a learning phase that humanity has to go through. And uh, we're not all going to make it because this is just, uh, it's just nature. There's nothing, it's just nature. But those of us that are trying to warn everybody, I think we got to get really good at how we communicate. And we have to, I mean, people have been mind controlled, this very sophisticated propaganda system that was put in place, that's funded to the tune of billions of dollars to penetrate the minds of the public and program them. And that's another thing people need to be made aware of. So we got our work cut out for us, but by no means is Canada folding up shop. We're just licking our wounds, assessing. And trust me, I think things are about to get pretty intense uh, over the next uh, month. So when I have, when I've been in Canada, you know, I mean, universally, everybody talked to hated Trudeau. Now I believe like probably Toronto, they're probably lean more liberal. So yeah. they, they were more, you know, pro Trudeau. Uh, but is there any way to unseat this guy? I mean, it just seems <laughs> like he's like he, in Canada, they can run forever to the end of days, which we I can think also is get the worst. Oh, I, not just, it's and horrible. that's not just for your, your, your leaders. We have it here in the Senate and the Congress. These right. people could go forever. I think that's the worst idea ever. Oh yeah. Those lifetime appointments of the Senate or the judges or whatever, Supreme judge. Yes. Bullshit. Supreme court's okay. Because I understand it to a point where it's like, they don't have to worry about being fired or anything, but, but, but I mean, then it, but then you, it becomes this whole crapshoot on who's going to die when, you know, like yeah. who's going to get terminally <laughs> ill. And then that's who gets to appoint the next Supreme court justice. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I mean, it's totally lucky. I'm, it's total luck. If you don't call it that it's bad luck for the person dying, but good luck for their party. I mean, is there any belief that maybe Trudeau like has been rigging these elections? Because I don't meet anybody that actually likes him. Oh, for sure. Well, here, there's two ways that it could be happening. Don't forget Dominion Software Voting Systems headquarters was located in Toronto. OK, they've oh, yeah. moved since the 2020 election, because all of a sudden, as soon as that came out, they packed up and left, which is really interesting. And they were on the same floor as one of the outlets of the Open Society Foundation, which is funded by George Soros. Okay. So interesting connection oh, there. My God. So if they were going to want to rig elections in Canada, I mean, we do paper ballots here. So it would be, a, they wouldn't need to use the Dominion systems. I believe they use some systems to count them somehow. But anyways, here's the way I don't even think our election system is so bad that they don't even really have to do the rigging they have to do in the States. They, because how I, I don't even know how to explain it to you because it doesn't even make any sense, but let's look at it like this. I think it has to, it, so all of Western Canada voted conservative, all of it, like 99.6% of Alberta voted against Trudeau. Actually, when you do the numbers, because Canada has like a million parties, like there's a hundred parties to choose from. It's not like Democrat, Republican. It's yeah, you, you could vote for like the fishing that. company or something. So it, it, it's, uh, it, it's people. So let's say they, the numbers came in that like 83% of the Canadians that voted. So just the voters voted against Trudeau in the last election, 83%. But he still won a minority government. Because basically, Ontario swung the vote his way. 
But because of all the splintered votes, nobody won enough seats to compete against the seats the liberals oh, had. You see how that was dirty oh, shit, man. Oh, that's crazy. So, and, so and, you could be the premier or with 5% of the vote, but if everyone yeah. else gets 4% of the vote, you're still the leader? Yep. You're, out of all the losers, you can come in first. So, um, so that's one way he did it, I think. And then now he taken and guess what? His own brother, Trudeau's own brother was out there giving these. Okay. So just, just as all about how many people hate him, his own family hates him. Um, his Sophie, his wife doesn't even want to talk to him. Um, but anyways, uh, he comes out and goes, well, just remember the 83% or whatever that number was, is only the voters. Don't forget that the vast majority, like only like, I don't know, 40% of the country voted. So that's like 60% of the country didn't even vote. So put the 83% of the 30 or 40% that voted, voted against Trudeau. The other 80, the rest of the country, guess what? Most people don't vote because they think it's hopeless and they think it's hopeless because they see who's in power, which means they hated everybody on the ticket. So that means the vast majority of Canada is against Trudeau and the government and actually probably losing hope with all the parties right now. So now in order to stop uh, an election from being called, because we can also call an election anytime, although it's corrupt as hell, so our system isn't really working right now. Um, they are, the the liberals just teamed up, or so the, uh, the NDP party, which is supposed to be the one against the liberals, teamed up with the liberals to ensure Trudeau can stay in power for longer. So now they're combining their vote. So all the NDP votes are essentially counting as basically liberal votes now. So they're forming coalitions just to keep the guy in. Now, because he's a hand-picked glove puppet of people like Klaus Schwab, um, and he's been one of the, I mean, he was raised in this in these families. I mean, his mother was Margaret St. Clair. Sinclair, one of the nine Templar families, came from Scotland. His father is up in the air. We don't know if it was Castro or... It's Castro, bro. It's I mean, look at those pictures. Look at just, his... You know, just like Woody Allen is in Roman, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> of course. What's Roman's last name, Johnny? Is it Polanski? Oh, no, Roman, no. What, what, I don't know what you're talking Roman? about. No, Ronan, Ronan, oh, uh, Ronan, Ronan Farrow, Ronan Farrow. Ronan yeah. Farrow. Yeah. Oh, like okay. that's not Woody Allen's not his dad. It yeah, is 100 Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. It yeah, is. There's a lot of this shit. So, so when you, when you, people see this and they know, and they know he's fake, they know he never answers quite like people hate him. So I think that's why the trucker thing went just super mega viral. I think it was even bigger than we know, because it's kind of hard to track it when the media is actively going against it. The Canadian government, the Trudeau administration subsidizes all the Canadian media outlets. So there's zero fair coverage going on. There's no media here anymore. It's just propaganda like everywhere else to say it's like everywhere else. Um, but Canada has we're a young country. We're still growing up. We kind of have to go through this. This is like our revolution, I guess, uh, civil war revolution that we have to go through in order to fix this country. And what's really sad is some people feel so depressed about it that they're fleeing. You know, Canadians are fleeing in numbers, buying property in Mexico and trying to escape through the southern border into the States. <laughs> um, and uh, it's crazy. But I say, hey, stand and fight. This is our country. We got 11 million people that are actively protesting what's going on. How many people do you think are just being quiet about it, but they agree with us? You know what I mean? So we just have to starve the beast, Sam. Uh, you were saying it, go local. If they're going global, let's go local. Let's shop local. Let's, uh, I go to local potlucks and get togethers with people. We got walkie talkies and separate bandwidths and like, you know, underground stuff. And like, and it'll, it'll just grow. Humans are always going to find a way. 
And we'll, if they want a two-tiered society, well, ours is just going to be the better party on the block and everybody's just going to be sick of being whipped like serfs and they're going to come over to the freedom side. So it's the long fight, but I'm here to the end and I think we're going to win. Well, talk to me about the, the media uh, in Canada. I know here it's just disintegrating and, you know, I mean, it's just disintegrating and I, they're, they're so desperate. Now they had to have that, that piece of shit Ukrainian president who's slaughtering his own people on the Grammys. I, I mean, I used to love the <laughs> Grammys such a was movie, the, last, yeah. the last award show I liked. Because they yeah. were really good at taking the old school with the new school, and they would pair them together. I, I'm out. That is the most that, dude. Will Smith and, and Chris Rock having butt sex in the Oscars isn't as bad as, as having a foreign leader talk to influencers to try convince them to convince their followers to go into World War Three, where the middle and lower class children are going to be slaughtered i i'm I, I think it's the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my life i'm embarrassed for everybody involved it's just a nail in the coffin for me for just any kind of music i'm over it dude i'm over it i mean the but that's what they have to do now because there is nobody follows the media anymore it's gotten so bad that in my humble and i'd love to hear your guys' opinion on this i think cnn plus is being on because I don't think they can afford to keep the actual channel going anymore. I agree. I agree. I've, I've heard that. Um, I also, I've got some close people to me that work in Canadian media and they tell me that the papers are flying behind the scenes. They're freaking out. Their, their ratings are crushed. See, uh, part um, of the reason I, I might not buy that is because it, that suggests that it's actually a functioning business to begin with and not a proper a subsidized propaganda arm of the government. Well, no, 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 bro, but, but, but Johnny, understand what we're talking about here. It's never about making money. It's about influence, okay? Yeah, what that's have what I we mean, seen? Yeah. What have we seen? We've seen them try to get us in to war, okay, with Iran and now the Ukraine. No, that didn't happen. The Vegas shooting was kind of the beginning of that where everyone goes... We don't, don't buy your story at fucking all. Trying to get, get vaccine passports going through the media. That's not happening at all. People are tuning out to a blue well, check. I mean, even Democrats are watching Fox now rather than subject themselves to really? CNN and MSNBC. Wow. And Most, so it's like, so for me, it's, it's just like, if you're not getting the influence, it's not the, the not the, the the money because the truth of the matter is is the people advertising. You know, it's what was brought up earlier: BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, and one other are like the four that own everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and so so they they own not only own CNN or MSNBC, they also own they also own everybody advertising on there. So it's just this weird money. All you're doing is a shell game. You're just moving money around just to act busy, you know? But the truth of the matter is, if it's not getting the influence they need, they're going to shift it. And if you shift it, I mean, we've seen networks go off television. I mean, not to the level of a CNN, but I mean, if, I mean, dude, 
you're looking at like a, a millions of dollars spent on 500,000 500, viewers. And that's including senior citizens in old homes and airports. Now they lost that airport fucking contract. That airport contract's gone and I go through the airports now. I'm just watching ESPN. That's why they've had to infiltrate sports because their influence is gone. They can't use it. Now they have to keep destroying all their assets. And I think that, that like CNN Plus, which is already imploding, is just their attempt to be like, yeah, we're gonna just going to go to a streaming site now and just slowly move off and not admit defeat. That's my humble opinion. It's a good point. You bring up one other aspect could be that they're seeing that this is actually really popular right now. Like they're seeing it started with sort of the alt movement that we're going, well, you're banning us from YouTube and everything. So we're going to go create our own. This is what I did. Create my own website subscription model. I'll be able to fund my work or whatever. And they saw that was so effective. It's almost like the Netflix subscription based system. And they're realizing that like legacy television is that it's just dying. It's dying. How many old people are left? They killed them all in the nursing home, sad to say, right? So now they're left with the younger generation. They're all on their phones. They don't, they're like, who, what's CNN? They don't listen to that shit. They, they, so, and more people are tuning into podcasts like this anyways, they prefer honest conversation. So I feel like, and in Canada, we basically have three major media outlets here. It's global news, CTV and CBC. And they all get government money. And then they all have also private corporate investors and stuff as well and pharma ads and shit. But what we're seeing is the numbers of people tuning in, even though it's all subsidized, because you're right, Johnny, that's true. That's They don't have to compete in the free market with the big boys, right? So, uh, But what's funny is they still want their ratings. And do you remember when YouTube got rid of the thumbs down? Yeah. Right? Because before that, I, I had a thing on my Telegram channel uh, I did it on Instagram before they banned me, where I would go through all the Canadian media YouTube channels and just get screenshot after screenshot showing like three thumbs up and 2000 thumbs down on, uh-huh. you know, Teresa Tam's speech. This was in 2021, 2020, 2021. So they were like, okay, let's get rid of the thumbs down because this is just embarrassing. Right. Um, and so we've seen people start to go, I'm just, they see that everything's fake. They see the social media is fake. Everything's got graffiti all over it. Uh, they're, they're shutting down free speech and people are sick of it. They're just done and they're done with COVID. And so they're going to shows like this now. Can I add something really quickly too? one of, it just came out recently that one of the most popular search terms. Now people are typing what they want. And then because Google search is so slanted they're appending their search with the word reddit so that they get responses from actual people right. so they're right. like you know how to build you know a treehouse reddit tagging reddit on the end of it so they get actual results and not the filtered bullshit that google puts at the top of search results now that's like it, it's become one Dead of just internet, the word reddit dude. has become one of the most yeah. popular search terms. isn't that amazing that's crazy. dead internet dude dead internet that's what it is man and it's like people are waking up to it more and more the illusion of manipulation because at the end and it gets back into all the occult stuff man they have to manifest just by their own rules they have to mani- manifest consent yep and if and they, they have to disclose yep right it's their own rules for yep. whatever reason 
That's a rule. Somebody wrote a rule. You have to put it out. It's both for karma and for bragging. So, yeah, yeah, look at me. It's like Babe Ruth calling his shot. You know, home run, bro. Oh, we're going to we're gonna fucking shove this. You know, it's like Klaus Schwab talking all the shit he had to. He's like, yeah, if you don't stop me, it's on you, not me. Yeah, that's right. That's their, And they also think about why do you create rules in a game, like a board game or a sports game of some kind? You create rules to create more entertaining competition that will, you know what I mean? Like, like in the UFC, when they change the size of the octagon, because they're trying to press the action more or what, like, you know what I mean? Like there's just, there's stuff you do. You make rules also to gain advantage. So the, the people that made the rules of engagement when it comes to, okay, you can steal, rape, plunder, and murder as long as you do these things, what that does is it creates a game. And they look at it like a big grand game of chess. You know, look at all these white and black checkerboard things all over the bloody place. They're telling you it's a game. It's a game. It's all a game everything's a game and you just get into that. Like that's the spiritual part of it. It's a game. Once you learn, everything's a game. You learn how to play the game. You that's can it. master the game. Life is a game. They're playing a game. But now the problem is, is we now have all their rules that we never that's had right. before. We know how the game you know the rules of the game and how we we can see them do it in real time. And like I'm telling you, pretty soon you get to the point we won't know if, we won't know if videos are real or fake, right? And what's going to happen? People are just going to stop watching those videos. They're just going to yep. stop doing it. They're going to stop watching the news, and more and more people will get to the point where they're just like, "I'm just going to worry about what's here in front of me. I can't save anybody. I'm going to work locally." Act globally, and that's how I'm going to do it. And I'm telling yeah. you, that's the game. Play the game. So, you know, it's just like I don't know. I got a guy, a buddy of mine. Every time I talk to him, he's just like, oh, "Corona, people are out without masks on." Oh my God, Ukraine! Oh, God, my God, poor, poor, uh, poor Will Smith. I mean, poor Chris Rock. I like can we take a, I'm sorry, Sam. Can we take a pause? You've unplugged your microphone. Yeah. Am I? Can you hear it's me? It's back now? now. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're good oh, poor Will Smith. Oh, I, poor Chris Rock. Poor. It's just like everything affects us, dude. Isn't it funny how they all believe the same things about multiple subjects? Like, that's what's interesting to me. If you had truly unbiased people just observing a variety of information and then having an opinion, like in a real free society, uh, you, you would see diversity on a lot of things. Like, but when you see, you're like, okay, that person is, they got the two masks hanging in their rear view mirror on their car and they've got, a, they're flying a Ukraine flag and they've got uh, an Obama sticker on their truck. And like, you just kind of see like, isn't it interesting that the media creates types of people? They create, <laughs> they funnel psychology, they know all the psychological um, breakdowns of the bas basic types of humans. Like there's types of psychology. And they've done marketing to funnel everybody with their algorithms into those types of communication. And then you can get programmed in these little boxes what thinking that you're getting all this unbiased information, but you're not. You're just in the algorithm and you don't know you're being bred for a cult. Listen, you couldn't be more correct on that. They know that they've turned us all in to emotional extremist absolutists that they know how to mentally manipulate you. 
to re- get a certain. It's all MK Ultra stuff. Manipulate you, get you emotional, make everything an emotional. Nothing involves logic or reason. Everything right. involves emotion. Right. And then so they now they can now they know if they do this, they can manipulate you this way. They do this. They can manipulate you this way. Great example is they did a survey in Canada and they were of people got three shots versus people got no shots. And the people who got three shots wanted full on World War Three in the Ukraine. They want to go in there and kill everybody. And then if you got no shots, you're like, no, man, we want to sit here and have a conversation and see what's going on. And you're like, okay, is that because a mentality? Is that nanotechnology? Is that them being able to manipulate your mind? I don't know, but it definitely shows a divide in the way people see the world, a filter. And those who are manipulated and those who are not. And it's like, it goes down to that matrix thing with a guy who just wants to go back to the matrix so he could eat a flame and yawn, even though he knows it's not flame and yawn, he still wants to eat it. And the biggest lie of the matrix was that the people who broke out of the system lived miserable lives. That was the biggest lie. And so when the Wachowski sisters go, the movie's about trans and the whole trans community is like, see, girlfriend, it's about trans. No, 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 not trans chicks. Okay. It's about transhumanism. That's right. And connecting us with, with the fucking matrix. And the truth is those who like, I say it all the time. Owen Benjamin, look how that guy's living. Seems super happy. Lives off the land with his family. See, seems like the guy won. He won. He did it before everybody else did, and he fucking won. Okay? He seems happy. He's not miserable in some steel fucking rocket ship eating sludge. That was all done purposefully. It's just like like Eddie Bravo and Jim Brewer saying on the last show. Like, they make you afraid of the woods. Don't go in the woods. Don't be a part of nature. Nature eats you. It does awful things. Stay in the middle of the city. Oh, but in the city, you're going to get shot and raped everywhere. So just stay home in the city. Don't leave your house in the city. And then what what happens when everybody moves to the city? They do what? They get corporate jobs. And they work these corporate jobs. And the only way to move up in this corporate job is if you fucking play ball. Because all you need is one red light and you don't get the promotion. So now you got to bend over backwards, following the leader, doing group think. It's all scientific. Make you an emotional monkey, make you work in a corporate environment, and then you can't question everything because you'll never get ever to promote yourself to a higher level. It's all done purposefully. Oh, 100%. And you're making me think of when you watch the footage of the types of experiments they do on, you know, Reese monkeys or um, lab rats or, you know, all the weird like mutant creatures they're creating through some of these DARPA programs and all this stuff. And you just see them like the way they train the animals to the Pavlov stuff or some of these experiments that they did to see reactions from dogs or cats or monkeys on certain things, different stimulus it's the same thing they've done to humans. And that's, that's what starts to make sense for people. You don't have to be this big, gigantic conspiracy theorist, the way they say it. Just understand simple things. Um, you know, look what humans are doing to other living organisms. And then 
Think of it as there are people who don't see themselves as a part of the human family the way you and I do. They feel like they're superior or they have their bloodlines are different and they want their bloodlines to, they believe they're the vicars of the gods. They have the right to rule. And uh, they are like David Rockefeller admitted in his own memoirs for crying out loud, the super international elite that's going to rule, right? Well, that's because they believe that. So that means they're going to experiment on you the way we do to farm animals and lab rats and, and monkeys in experimental vaccine trials. And that's what this whole vaccine program is. That's what the COVID is. It's, a, it's not even a thing of itself. I think it's an experiment to train people for this transhumanist future you're talking about. Transhumanism is the goal because the goal has always been get rid of the undesirables and replace what's left with a more desirable human. And to them, a more desirable human is a more compliant and controlled human. And so they don't want any resistance. They don't want any competition on the chessboard anymore. And that's what this is about. That's what the Great Reset is. It's techno-fascist feudalism um, on steroids. And, uh, you know, so that's the future unless we stop it. And that's, the, that's why this is getting out, though. Dude, I was going down to these little protests here on the island, which is mostly like rural types of people. And you go down and there's like little old grannies holding signs about Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset and the New World Order and the whole thing. So I was impressed that it, people are catching up to a, the bigger picture. They're not just focused on, well, I just don't want the mandates. That's where you start. And then it's, oh, shit, they've been lying to me about that. Maybe they've yeah. been lying to me about other stuff. Yeah. You know, So it's unraveling yeah. real quick, man. Well, you know, dude, and I'm sorry. Say whatever you want about Q. We've had serious discussions. Oh, it's intelligent. Well, it was the dumbest thing they ever fucking did. And everyone's like, it made people can, you know, passive and not do anything. What are you fucking talking about? What yeah, are you talking about? It's completely pulled the rug out of the whole political process. Everything ever. Most people learned about all the stuff about Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Benghazi, uh, uh, Ukraine. They were talking about the Ukraine way before this whole this shit yeah. all started happening and when you yeah. told me about trudeau about how he's getting booed everywhere dude that was a straight line when it was done they won't be able to walk the streets i'm not yeah. saying it's a savior i'm not saying it but man a lot of shit they talked about came fucking true was it all true no 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 but a lot of it was woke a lot of people up. And now you got this whole thing where these Democrats are like, oh, man, this pedophilia stuff is a giant fucking right wing conspiracy. You guys are fucked, bro. Well, yeah, you they're telling you that. Fucked. Sam, they're telling you they're telling us that you're so right. They're telling us that while they've got their own judges that are going light on people that are like torturing babies and stuff. And I don't even want to say that because it's so grotesque, but that's the kind of shit that goes on. And these judges just allow it to pass there. Did you see the new Nickelodeon commercial for trans kid day? And they've got eight year old girls standing there saying, I'm so proud to be trans and part of the trans community. You're eight. You don't know what fucking you don't know shit. Your parents <laughs> let you down. You're being so that's, grooming. that's grooming. That's what that shit is, dude. That that's is grooming. grooming. It is grooming. It's 100% grooming. And that's the worst thing is all these dumb fucks have gone after men. Oh, you're just grooming. I saw comedians getting clipped. Oh, you're just grooming. And now they're all defending the right of teachers <laughs> to talk about their sexuality, the kindergartners. Unbelievable. Uh, dude, I'm sorry, dude. Adults who don't have kids. And listen, I, I totally listen. I went 47 years without children. 
I totally understand it. And but now that I have kids, I see people who are commenting on how kids should be raised that don't have kids. I go, shut the fuck up. You have no fucking clue. Because when you do, (laughs) you see this little thing come into the world that has no defense against anything. Yeah. Your your kid is just completely reliant on your love and, you know, and that and protection and protection from this crazy fucked up world. What a job to school, man. I am at that school board. They're going to see me fucking (laughs) showing up. I'll probably show up in a Lucha Libre mask just so I can't embarrass (laughs) my children. (laughs) My fat yams out fucking fucking pushing back, man. Yeah, dude. There's been a lot of um, of. Uh, parents going in the states i've been seeing to the the P- teacher parent councils and just destroying them like just going in there and like giving them shit and then they're they're getting kicked out i love it like i'm looking to uh to what's going on in america i hope it starts to happen here in canada more people are waking up man and it's yeah. just at some point you can't deny it and all you gotta do is go hey look at this and you plant this little seed and that's it that's you can't it. i tell people you know uh you know don't wake up the sheep. Wake up the sleeping lions. Fuck the sleeping lions. Don't wake up anybody. Put out the information. Let them fucking find it. Because that's the only way they wake up. This notion yep. of going around trying to wake people up. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Focus on yourself. Focus on your family. And that's it. Spread love to those. If someone wants to hear about when people are, what do you think about this? I go, what do you think about it? And if mm-hmm. they just give me some stupid ass sheep answer, I go, okay, well, I don't see it that way. And I don't really want to discuss it. I don't get in these arguments anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I only do it when I'm bored now, when I want like a good sparring. I'm like, cause you know, sometimes I'm like researching. I'm like, I, I want to know why I, I want to hear your answer, but I know you're so right, man. We have to be good at that. And I just put it out on my show and I always say, Hey, I'm just giving you the alternative perspective, take it or leave it, research it on your own. Think for yourself. Don't just do what I'm doing. Like that's the mindset we have. The media doesn't give you that luxury. They don't tell you that stuff. And um, right now you just put it out. And then what's that old Gandhi thing, right? You be the change you want to see. So as yeah. long as you're, especially if you're a parent, your kids are going to look up to you and go, what were you doing when the whole go- the whole world was about to lose its freedom and they were trying to depopulate, you know, how many, like, what were you doing? And now you've said, well, Hey, I put my time out to do the best that I could to share the information to those that would listen, but we can't become what we hate and try to like force everybody into freedom or into thinking for themselves. Uh, you can't do that. We can't violate freedom if we're going to be freedom advocates, right? The only issue happens is when those people that are drinking the Kool-Aid are the majority and they gang up with the government and the corporations to enslave everybody. That's where it's a problem. So that's why we do the work. That's why I get up every day. I'm sure that's why you do it, Sam and, and Johnny, is to try to just make a difference and say, let's just add to the frequency. Like truth doesn't really need defending because it's just the truth, right? 100%. But it just it needs to be broadcast though. And so we just broadcast it. And what do they say? When the student is ready, the master appears, right? Yeah, that's great, dude. I completely and utterly agree, man. This has been a great episode, David. You came, you saw, you dropped the hammer of the gods on us. Total banger. Uh, I appreciate he's the truth warrior. His what his podcast called the truth warrior. Uh, you can find him on Rockfin and wherever you find podcasts. Uh, man, great episode, man. I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your work. If you can send me all the links to all the movies you want, 
included in the description. I'll make sure to add it. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Sam, thanks. This was an awesome chat. Johnny as well. And I really appreciate it. Thanks everybody who tuned in and let's do it again sometime. Johnny talked too much, but anyway, (laughs) it was a great show and uh, we'll do it again soon. Good luck with everything. And thank you guys. Hope to see you guys in Texas this weekend again, Friday in El Paso and then Saturday in uh, in Corpus Christi. Hope you come get weird with us. Would love to see you. If not, thanks for the support. Thanks for getting us in the top 50 on uh, iTunes. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. We're banging against all these corporate hacks. So just know we do it on our own. We love you very much. Without the swarm, we'd be just talking to ourselves and I'd probably be dead. So I love you all. Thanks for the support. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.